This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by Yogurt, a nice greeting for your old buddy Gert. It's Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. I'm Aaron, and this is Chris. Hello. We'd like to welcome you back to Another Great Day. But first, before we start the show, we need to check in on how things are going in the Old West. You know, cowboys, train robbers, mining for gold, outlaws, in-laws, the whole Old West. Here we go. Well, hello there, partner. You all right? It's a pretty hot day outside, and you look like you could use a nice cold drink of water. Well, you got me there, AP. Only problem is all the water I found is muddier than a cow's hoof. That don't sound so good for drinking. Nope. Luckily, I've got a map to guide me to the nearest town with a well. Well, well, well. Let me take a look-see. Huh. Looks like we're heading to the town of Dead Man's Creek. Everybody says they got the purest water in the West. Right. Let us ride. Woohoo! All right, Chris. According to the map, we done arrived here at Dead Man's Creek. Uh, Aaron, this ain't no town. This is just a dry creek bed. Dagnabbit, the map must have been wrong. Why? Well, at least I found a cactus with a little water in it. <laughs> this cactus is saltier than a saloon keeper's wit. welcome back to the modern era dear listener dust yourself off put away your horses and grab a nice cold glass of water we're headed into our next segment this day in history on this day in history john martin feeney was born you may know him as john ford an american film director and naval officer fun fact He's widely regarded as one of the most important and influential filmmakers of his generation. Pop quiz. Can you name a film from John Ford? Who who are you asking? Anybody. Oh. But if I can. you can answer, great. Go ahead, hit it. Um The Searchers. This is probably the one of the biggest and mm. most widely watched uh westerns and regarded as high cinema. Ooh, okay, okay. I like that. Do you know any more off the top of your head? My wife's favorite movie of all time. The Quiet Man with John (gasps) Wayne. Man, people love that movie. I've never seen it. It is worth watching. We watched it yesterday. Oh, nice. John Ford also did The Grapes of Wrath. Which I was to watch in class. Yep, same here. But. We were in class, so not much watching happened. (laughs) That tends to happen, unless Star Wars is on. Star Wars in class. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the end of the year. So so there's some John Ford movies for you folks. Yes, uh, John Wayne did make a lot of appearance in his movies. So thanks for some great movies, John Ford. 
Well, this next segment is called the question of the day. And if you're new to this, we'll ask the question, encourage you to stop down and answer this question with those around you. We'll give you about 10 seconds to answer. If you need more time, feel free to pause the show and come right back. Today's question is, if you had to be one animal for a whole day, what animal would you be and why? We'll be right back with the discussion answers. Right, Chris, I'm gonna go. I'd be a liger. It's pretty much a combination of a of a tiger and a lion bred for its magical abilities. It's pretty much my favorite animal ever. <laughs> is that Napoleon Dynamite reference? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Well done. All right. The um, liger's like holding a ball and chain, like a mace. <laughs> pretty, it's awesome. <laughs> It's so great. I we watched that with the kids last night. And, oh, really? Uh, they thoroughly enjoyed it. Yep. Um, one animal for a day. A bird. Like an eagle or something that could soar and fly a long time. I would you be wanna, a bird. You want to fly like an eagle? I want to fly like an eagle. They should make a song about that. the future. <laughs> um, and it would just be so cool to be weightless and flying and... Apparently skydiving's like that. It's, yeah, but uh, you're imminently falling to doom. Yeah. Only yeah, to be are. saved by some fabric that you're assuming is going to function correctly. This is very true. This is very true. Welcome back to the show. This is another great day, and we're so happy you're here. If you've been tuning in this week, we've been enjoying a short story that we've broken into five different sections. Now, today we are in section three of five, so if you missed the last couple of days, make sure you go back and get caught up on those. In case you're just tuning in, though, this is a story about a young boy named James, his mom, his dad, his grandfather, which is his nickname's Pappy, and their experience having to move to a new place. So here we go. Part three of our story. Pappy's truck drove into the driveway. James stopped swinging on the tree swing in the backyard and started to run toward the driveway. That sound meant fun. Pappy had come to help fix a couple of things in the house before they moved. Pappy hugged James and said, Great to see you, sonny boy. Let's go find your dad. We need to fix a couple of outlets under the stairs, James. You think you could help us by crawling in the tight space and pulling a wire? James' dad said. James never liked helping when Dad and Pappy fixed things. They never let him do the fun stuff. James wanted to cut the wood or use the drill. Yes, James muttered. James' dad and Pappy got to work, and James started to walk outside when all of a sudden all the lights in the house went out. As James was walking through the dark house, He glanced into the bathroom, and something caught his attention. Sunlight streaked in through the window at an angle across the room to a picture on the wall. It was almost like a spotlight. In the picture, James and his mom and dad sat on the front porch of the house. James still had those mixed feelings of anxiety and excitement about moving. In a hushed voice, James said, God, please help me trust that you know what you're doing. James, we're ready for you, yelled Pappy in a sing-song voice. James ran back down the hall. Here's the new wire, and this is the old one. I need you to crawl with the new wire and poke it through the hole in the wall where the old wire's coming out. Ready? said Dad. James nodded and lowered himself to his knees. 
He entered into the hole under the stairs, and there was a gap between the walls that was big enough for him to crawl through. It was dark, and it was dirty. He gripped the wire as he inched along the cramped, dusty space. Finally, he caught sight of the hole for the old wire. Only one problem. The hole was just barely out of reach. Just that second, though, there was a bump and a thud, and voila! Light burst through the little hole, and two wrinkly old fingers appeared like bunny ears. James, can you see my fingers? Pappy said. Yes, sir, yelled James. James pushed the wire towards Pappy's fingers, but as he was pulling the extra wire, it got stuck on a stud on the back of the wall, and he couldn't pull it any further. As James was trying to get the wire loose, he noticed that the crawl space was super dusty. Not just that, but he was starting to feel a little cramped. The light from the hole where Pappy's fingers jutted out was illuminating all the dust that had been stirred up and swirled around. James felt a sneeze coming on, and he was a little nervous about sneezing. He's afraid he might hit his head on the wall. The tickle in his nose was crawling up. He pushed the wire again toward the fingers. Achoo! James sneezed, and his body shook, and the wires went right to Pappy's hand. Got it, James. God bless you, Pappy said. For the record, James did bump his head on the wall, but it wasn't as bad as he was afraid it would be. So he crawled out of the hole with dust and dirt spotted across his knees, arms, even his hair and face. Pappy and James' dad face gleamed with smiles. James' dad ruffled James' hair and said, You did it, kiddo. That was the hardest one, and now it's done. All right, we hope you're enjoying this story. Again, that's part three of five. Make sure you tune in Thursday and Friday for the rest of our story as we figure out what's going to happen with James as he's moving to his new town. All right, Chris, cue the music. Let's get out of here. Dear beloved listeners, we'd like to thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying what we're doing here, please share it with a friend. Also, if you'd take a few seconds to subscribe and leave a review, it really helps us as we grow. Well, Chris, I think that'll do it. Any parting words for us? Uh, dear beloved listeners, we, we <laughs> beloved you. We do beloved you. All right. Well, that's it. We hope you make it another great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Do you remember Sprite Remix? No. Really? Nope. Oh my gosh, it was it was uh, in the late 90s early 2000s and it was a flavor of Sprite that was a little bit fruitier than Sprite and um there was a 7-Eleven near our high school and uh, do you guys have 7-Elevens out in Brownwood? Uh they existed but uh in high school I didn't wasn't in Brownwood but anyway. Oh my bad. Com- complicated but yes, you you unlike unlike me who lived basically in the same place forever. Um there was a 7-Eleven near our high school, and because I was a good student and my teachers enjoyed me in their classes, I was given some liberties that maybe other students weren't allowed to have. And my art teacher, <laughs> she allowed me to bring a drink from 7-Eleven to class every day because it was right after lunch. And so I, uh, in my brilliance and uh, my living in the gray area of the rules decided to buy the, uh, they had, you ever heard of a big gulp? Yep. It's a, it's a big cup that you can get there. Well, they had something called the extreme gulp, oh, which no. I would describe as 
A bucket? It was basically a small bucket with a handle. <laughs> and oh, I filled man. that thing up with Sprite Remix and showed up to class. Doom. Just set it on the desk. Oh, dear. And my sweet art teacher. Oh, she looks at me. She goes, what is that? I said, oh, you said I could bring drinks to a drink to class. She's like, that's not a drink. <laughs> that's a cooler. <laughs> Don't do that again. <laughs> And I didn't uh, do that again. Uh, speaking of uh, long forgotten uh, drinks from the, around the year 2000, um, do you remember Mountain Dew Code Red? Oh, I was looking at that Saturday night. Does that still exist? Yeah, and it's got a sweet kaiju on it. I told oh, Parker if you drink okay. it, it turns you into a monster. <laughs> oh, I thought it. I thought it went away. I didn't realize it's still around. Oh no, no, no! It's still there, my friend. Uh, because uh, when it came out, the gas station near the high school, where uh, and all school, the town I was living in or we're going to school in, had fifteen kids in the graduating class. Whoa! So. Elementary, middle school, high school were all in three buildings side by side with wow. a cafeteria in the middle and a gymatorium and whatever. Um, That's so, kind of awesome for yeah, someone who didn't get to go to a small school. It uh, If you're not in, you're not in. It's not great. But if yeah. you're in, it's great. But <laughs> the <laughs> and I was in enough. I didn't care. Um, Solid advice. The uh, gas station had. Two for one on the code reds. Ooh, they were new and trying yes. to push them. This, this is a a nowhere story except for how I would go for with my one dollar because I'm what? an old person and $1? get two full bottles of drink. And I thought I was living the dream, dude. You were living the dream. That was like nine hundred grams of sugar. <laughs> oh man. I'm sure a bunch of caffeine. Yes, yes, that's what you needed. 15 year old person body. And oh man, Mountain Dew. My goodness. And the code red. So good. So good. Oh. For code red. Oh, what a treat. A cherry flavor that can't be beat. Its name implies red like the hue. A taste that citrus, oh, so true. Tagline of do with a rush quickly became a fan favorite. Plus, in Oceania, it's known as berry. Its popularity, oh, what a merry. In 2001, it was released with pride in stores nationwide. It couldn't hide in various sizes it was sold. And even in Slurpee, it was bold. It caused a boost in sales. What a feat. It inspired others. It was quite neat. Livewire. Baja Blast. What a creation. Thanks to Code Red, it was a sensation. Farewell, Code Red. We bid you adieu. Your cherry flavor will forever be true. A legend in the world of Mountain Dew.